Devin and Morgana have been celebrating midlife love by getting married a hundred times in a hundred countries. They believe grown-up love gets better and more fun, especially for women. Everyone's smarter, wiser. Men are more relationship-ready. And if they're not, it's obvious. Forget anything you were told about being too old or too late for love and adventure. Instead, get fresh new tips on dating, relating, and travel to exotic destinations. And best of all, call in for personal guidance, creating crazy, sexy midlife love in your life. Hello, welcome to Crazy Sexy Midlife Love. This is Morgana and my husband, Devin. And here we are in... In beautiful San Miguel, Mexico. Check it out. You can see the very, very famous parochia at the top of the screen pointing to the sky. Right there. Yeah, beautiful. We are coming to you live from the rooftop Luna Cafe at the Rosewood Hotel. And this is a must visit. When you come to San Miguel, you have to come to the Rosewood Cafe to the the Rosewood Hotel to the the rooftop tapas bar. It is the best view in all of San Miguel. 360 degrees. We just showed you a little snapshot of it. Uh, While we're talking, the sun is going to be setting over on the other side. Uh, We have our drinks. And finally, finally, for the first time in this show, we're finally traveling again. Yay! Look at how happy my husband is. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm actually pretty happy. It's, um, you know, like everybody else, we've been cooped up for the last year and a half. And so we're finally here and we're doing well and life is good. I haven't been hearing you through the... Well, this is what we got. Okay, that's so weird. I'm not hearing you through the headset. I'm hearing you like next to me. Okay, well, the show goes on, right? Yes. If a producer, if if Devin is not coming in, just shoot us a... Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. Guerrilla still broadcasting. Let's see. Um, San Miguel, like I said, for the first time going anywhere. Uh, so we are getting a bit choppy signal. We're not exactly sure why. Um, it may have to do with the internet connection, but. Oh, I hope this works. I really, really want this to work. Yeah. Well, okay. But he's saying it's okay. Okay. So let's see. Maybe if you hold your. Maybe, no, your speaker maybe, is next to your face. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm going to keep going with the show, pretending like it's it's happening, which is <laughs> is we are on the penthouse of of the Rosewood. It's a fantastic thing. Oh, and we already have a caller online too. Mm. Uh, but let's just talk for another minute. Um, but we'll look forward to our caller. Uh, we're at the Rosewood. It's the first time in, in you know for most of us 15 months where we've gone anywhere. That's not the kind of thing that we do. But we're here, so we're fortunate. And why don't we go to um, Pauline online too. Hopefully we can hear each other. La- yes. Hello? Pauline, hello? Yes, hi. Uh, there's no video hi. of you going up. I saw pictures of you on your video line right now of Croatia. It's a picture of your wedding in Croatia. Oh, that was our third wedding. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm no, dying you to go to have... Croatia. Sounds you good. should. Dubrovnik is remarkable. It's a beautiful place. So how are you? Okay, you asked me to call back in to give you an update. Yeah, All how right. did your date go? So wait, 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 before, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go into the update, we need to get we, for people who haven't heard. Pauline was basically you were meeting uh, your soulmate. Is that correct? Yeah, whatever they want to call it. I don't know what it's called anymore because everybody keeps telling me there's different names for it. So well, there are. You know, ah, what name did you like? Okay. I don't know. Um, this is supposed to be my uh, spiritual companion partner in in whatever we're supposed to be doing in the world. That's I believe that's what he is to me. So and and it's more important than just fun and love. It's it's great that it'll be fun and love, but it's also a huge mission that we have here. So right. until he can get on board, we both need to get ourselves all together and healed, so we can really do what we're supposed to be doing. Um, like what uh-huh. you're doing, you're actually doing it. You're already doing it. Whatever you're doing in, in the world, it seems 
that's what you do. You have your purpose, what you're sharing with everybody about love. And and so here's the big secret. Here's the big secret is we're not all healed yet. And we're all not we're not all fixed and we're not all perfect, but we are good to each other. So I think being nice to each other is part of the healing process. Yeah, you uh, safe harbor for each you other, heal- right? Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. With all of your foibles and imperfections as a human being. So, so you you met him a long time ago, right? And now again recently. Right. Well, we met a couple of years ago, but that didn't work out. But this time, it's you know what? He was starved. It was. I felt so bad. He kept telling me he hadn't been touched by a woman in eight years or something like that or something to that effect. Mm. So I grabbed him and I said, come here. And then I started, you know, touching him and I was stroking his hair and I, I wanted him to, you know, feel comfortable again because I know he loved it when we were together. And I just, like, well, we have changed a lot. I mean, I was hoping that he'd, step, you know, step right back in. So love was still there, but I think he had been damaged too much that he was very leery. But at the same time, I'm I'm still, you know, I'm bringing, I think I'm bringing like a childlike energy to him that he hasn't, because the last time when I spoke to him a couple of years ago, I was so surprised how negative and how dark he was. He wasn't the same person I remembered. I didn't even want to get back with him. And when I saw the way he so, turned out, I was like, wow. But he's starting to come back. Well, here's- he did his own healing. Pauline, here's here's my curiosity for you. Is I'm hearing what you bring to him. Yay! What is he bringing to you? Right I now, not much for you. Not right now, not much because okay. he's got too much things going on in his life. Mm. But I sort of, um, I mean, what am I going to do? Just keep away until he fixes himself. What if he never fixes himself without without my assistance? I could you know, shift his thought patterns because I'm actually shifting my own and I think that I'm a very good mirror to him and we can actually talk and he'll, I have made shifts in him by just suggesting stuff that he didn't even think of. Just being in my presence, it heals him. I, I feel that. And even him in my, pre- him being in my presence, his, his presence in, with me brings me such joy in my heart. I feel it. I mean, I can feel the, the difference in me when I'm around him. Though he might, so, he actually has been saying, I'm kind of weird now. He keeps saying so, that I'm way out there beyond what he's ever remembered. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not going to be good if he's going to constantly pick on me about those kind of things. I don't need that. Yeah, I don't want do you to, I don't want him to be a rescue project for you. Devin, what were you? No, I'm no, not going to rescue just... him. No, no, no. I don't okay, think he good. needs me. So, he already knows that I'm not going to rescue him. He's not going to rescue me either. But right. maybe we so, can help So I guess my... So, so my question is: Are you going to see each other again? It's up to. It's always up to him. It's like I have to. I can't make you demands if I want. No, no. More time well, that's I, not okay. Let me rephrase it. You want to see him again? Of course, I do. I want to spend a lot more time than two hours. <laughs> we only oh, got. Good. He had. He had such traffic. In Long Island, that he didn't—he was like such. That's what happened the last time. He didn't like drive the drive that he had to make to me, so we, I ended up living with him. I don't want to go that fast this time. I want to take my time. I want to date. I want to have a real relationship this time. So and this I is going to be hard. I don't drive, so it's not easy. Yeah. Until he's ready to woo you, I would encourage you to keep seeing him, but see other people too. If I tell him oh, that, he's gonna, the bomb bells are going to go off. I know that much. He's very got abandoned. Well, it's not his choice to make. True. But he's. I guess I'll have to... Well, I would honestly have fun, see where it goes. And I, you know, I hope you, I wish you guys crazy happiness. And so when is, have you talked about when the next time you want to see each other are? Well, every time is, that we were supposed to get together, something, he's, he, something happens physically to him that he's not feeling well. So now it's canceled again. We were supposed to have a weekend. Yeah. But it looks like, and then he has to. He, he sounds unavailable. On a schedule with his family. 
because his family has. Yeah, he sounds unavailable, and he sounds like hard. He sounds like hard work, Pauline, and he sounds like he isn't yes, really know. available I yet. I know. And I'm yeah, so what I would encourage you to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sometimes men just don't get it. Uh, Oh, he'll get he it because I've seen to... him do it to another woman where she was that involved with her grandchildren and he walked away. She wouldn't like give him more time. And so I'm going to point out, look what you did to her. Should I do that to you? No, he's going to say no. He I, wants you to I hang would... around. Well, it sounds right. like he wants you to be available to him without being available to you. So I would encourage yeah. you to right. see him when you want to see him and see other people. Just see yes, other people have I'm fun. So. I would not mm-hmm. commit to somebody who is not available to you yet. Yes, you're right. That's that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing it as I'm saying this to you. You and I'm glad you're pointing it out because I, you know, friends tell me this. I don't want to hear it, but when you're telling me it, I do. I listen. So, well, I, I think there is a, a Buddhist philosophy of. Uh, about being detached with love. That means you're involved and you're invested, uh, but it also means that you just have to accept things the way they are. Do you know what I mean? Where where you don't yeah. have to kind of force the situation into the, into being precisely what it is that you want. Uh, and it may be perfect as it is, and it may, uh, you know, it also may really, uh, it may give you all kinds of incre- incredible inspiration uh, just for your own, uh, insights and uh, ability to I evolve. I when I walk, I'm ready to walk away. He runs back to me. He knows energetically yeah. that I'm pulling away. Right. Well, hopefully, hopefully, he will figure it out for the better for his own well-being. I believe I that so. we have deep connections and we meet people that we have soul connections that does not necessarily make them life partners. Yes, there's, I know. I already said there's, that. We for example, just, we might have to just be yeah. friends someday. It might work out like that. It might be true. Friend is great. One of, one of the things, one of the ways that I knew that Devin was the one is that there's just an ease with being with Devin. There's a lack of drama with Devin. That's very different from past relationships. And that feels nice. And that's the really big thing is if you're feeling hungry and you're feeling frustrated, it doesn't mean he's a bad guy. In earlier episodes, the first time we interviewed but he's the one coming up with all the drama, not me. That, that's what's hysterical. He's it sounds it like he's, he's for bringing a lot of demands and not a lot else right now is my judgy yep. response. Uh, mm-hmm. But here's, here's if I encourage you to go through our archives when this show is over and find the very first interview with Carol Allen back in 2020. And she talks a lot about compatibility. It doesn't mean that he's a bad person. It certainly doesn't mean you're a bad person. Sometimes there's a combination of two people where the woman is always so much farther ahead of the guy. And it's not his fault and it's not her fault. It's just like how the stars coincide that you will never feel satisfied and he will never feel like he can satisfy you. And it doesn't mean he doesn't love you. It's just that's just a really painful area of incompatibility. And if that's the case with you, I would give yourself a gift and him a gift and just love. Look for a partner who is ready before you are. And I'm going to add this. I'm going to offer an alternative, an alternative twist to this. Uh You had a two hour lunch. So that's all it is. It's just lunch. So you can have another lunch if you want to. And, you know, and then you take it from there. I I, honestly, more will be revealed. And sometimes things go precisely with the way that we want them to. And sometimes they don't. So just be nice to yourself. Try to be kind and keep doing this. Like you're doing great. You yeah, sound terrific. I still want to be friends no matter what. I mean, I feel the friendship is a fine with me. Good. It's great. Not less and by the way, keep, on me keep that. If it's a friendship. Right. 
Oh, guys, I yeah, wanted to ask you, I heart. couldn't just get on your blog. You, you know, the, your, um, your, your 10 o'clock, I could not, my fr- I told my friend about it because she's an author already, and she said she couldn't connect on your um Oh, the, on the, your the clubhouse. Yeah, the clubhouse. Oh, oh, it's not a website. Yeah, it's clubhouse. It's an app. It's an app. Um, oh, that's why. We're, oh, we're, we're I'm so sorry about novices. that. We don't know anything about this kind of stuff, so I was going to be taking it. Oh, yeah, no, it's on your phone. Yeah, you you, you need to go to um, either if you're an Apple. i if you're in I don't iPhone, have an iPhone. You, I only have yeah, an iPhone. You if okay, in, Android, then you go Play. To Google Play and you download Clubhouse. Okay, great. I didn't and, know that. You know, uh, honestly, I'll send you a link if you need it. Can I give you yeah, my email? No. Yeah, and you may need an can invitation. Can I give you my email address so that you can have it right now? Don't do it not, on a live. Don't, okay, no, don't right do it now. now. Not here. We want to protect okay. you. Yeah. No, don't do it here because then everybody would get it. So right. do that. <laughs> but get, make oh, sure guys, that I have you a, get I it have to a us guest offline. For, you for your show. That would be great for your show. I need to connect with you to her. She's a, she's, she's her book is okay. coming out. She's yeah. very, very so good. Did, Go to crazy, go to crazy sexy midlife love dot com and send us messages there. Okay, okay? great. But you Thank can you so call much, us guys. here. Have but you just can't. No emails, right? No emails and no personal phone numbers or social security no numbers social security or your mother's numbers. maiden name. None yeah, of that. None of those things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't so, want it responsible, right? Have it. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Have fun, guys. Word. No. <laughs> I'm to hear from you. Thank you very okay. much for all their okay. great advice. All right. Nice to keep us posted. We'll Thank see you, you later. If we get married, you're invited. For anybody else who. Uh, yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So, uh, Doug, if you could type in the phone number of our show that I keep forgetting. Um, we are in San Miguel. I suggested to Devin that we call this episode um, how that, that Devin's wife is the easiest person in the world to travel with. Uh, and so that Devin, I'm giving Devin an opportunity to back me up on this. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what to say. I love my wife. <laughs> I love her a lot, and she brings really what could only be described as stilettos to a cobble. Yes, no, they're not flats. They're a four-inch heel, and it's like a claw. Yeah, no, it's really if you're walking on cobblestone, it's very hard. You want something wide, not actually seeking a way to find a narrow. It doesn't. Then you find a shoe that is wider than your foot, not narrow. So I need like snowshoes for walking on the cobblestone. Well, it would have been a better choice. Happening <laughs> is, I take three steps, and my wife is three steps behind, and then I wait three steps, and I take, and she's two steps behind. And no, I'm. Oh my gosh! And I, well, you've got big flat no, it's feet. Not, my feet it's fall not. in between all these no, little they don't. rocks. They don't. They Very just... hard to walk here. You're wearing stilettos. I'm not wearing stilettos. Really, these are not. Yeah, show them. That is a look at that. That is like a. Ah, <laughs> uh, but these are fat feet. I have shoes that are just for cushion. It's nothing. But it's like walking on clouds. <laughs> Right? Well, okay, I'll look for sneakers, but they have to be um, black to go with everything. They, else. they have black sneakers. Okay, we'll look for that when we get home. Right. Or but maybe instead, here. I mean, the shopping in San Miguel is amazing. Walk really well, slowly. But when we're here, we walk seven miles a day without even noticing, and all of it is up and down hills. All, right. all that exercise that I didn't get for a year and a half of of pandemic i'm making up for it this week right and we're at altitude so it is but by the way workout for that it is a workout for you yeah so if you are coming to san miguel just know that i think it's a 6500 feet you know elevation give yourself a day to just sleep it off yeah and then you adjust take it easy yeah and then by the way really by the time day two three 
day two or three rolls around this here. This is day two. Oh, this is day two, right. This is day, this day two. two. We arrived so, yesterday. So we're gold. Uh, we've already acclimated. We, we love did it. a ton of walking. We And we flew at 1230 at night. This is two hours ahead of Pacific. So it was 530 when we landed and driving here from the airport. We saw the sunrise. Amazing. And uh, we're here because Devin's birthday is coming up in a couple of days. Uh, right. How great is that? Birthday right, boy. Right. Yes. It's great. The <laughs> aging. This is the crazy, sexy part of the crazy, sexy midlife love. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it's all good. Life is fantastic. Um, but yeah, the aging is happening in it. The aging. This number is an interesting number because it's the number where it's like, oh, right. You know, like. You know, like 40 mirror, like it's that's back young. There. Yeah, that's like, oh, the- that's where you talk about the children. Oh, they're 40. Ah, they're a baby. <laughs> that age, which is really sort of, um, it's sort of remarkable that it's like, A, that I've made it this far. Uh, and good. Life is, you know, yeah. You get to a place, uh, and I guess this is where the crazy sexy is allowed to exist, where it's like, life is good. It's all right. I have no complaints. You know, that's hopefully where you're at. You I've know. never been happier in my life. And I have the phone number if you want to call in, 888-627-6008. We love it when you call. So if you have any questions, any concerns, any drama, any successes about love, or you want to talk about travel, give us a call. 888-627-6008. And it doesn't have to be on topic. Just keep talking. But I'm going to keep talking. I want to talk about because now that sort of like, by the way, we know this is possible. So by the way, if you're coming to San Miguel, no, at least this was our experience. We brought our uh, cards, our vaccination cards, and there was basically saying, where's your vaccination card? And it wasn't on any of the websites. Nothing. It was on nothing. Uh, but we happened to, we just happened to carry it. It was one of those, ah, let's just throw it in along with the passport, which is exactly So we can what lose we everything at once if we lose them. Right. Then everything goes to hell. But we brought it and it turned out to be a smart thing because it was like, as I was showing him my passport, he's like, oh yeah, that's what I want. And he took our temperature with a giant camera, really impressive camera. And uh, anyway, we got in and out. Really, it was the plane was, I mean, maybe half capacity. So we kind of got like our know, own row. Everybody got in their own row. Uh, it was an easy flight. It's, it is a short flight. Three um, and a half hours. Three and a half hours. From and- L.A., which is where we started, to San Miguel, which is in the middle of Mexico, a couple hours from Mexico City. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was waiting to talk so Morgana would have another thought to interject. I but have lots. I know. But I was being polite. I, that's what I was feeling right here where my <laughs> heart is. So we, we flew. So we so anyway, once we landed, we got out of customs, which was really easy. Uh, it's about a 90-minute drive, and it's really kind of a nice 90-minute drive. The first sort of like 40 minutes is kind of navigating through Guanajuato City, uh, which is... Uh, South is just there. but the the old town section is it, one of the most amazing places I've ever been. It's really stunning. And what's interesting about Guanajuato City is that it is not a tourist spot that Americans go. So for the most part, you'll see a ton of tourists, but they're really all folks from Mexico. And it's gorgeous. It's like every little piazza you've ever been to throughout Europe. I mean, and and a million brightly colored houses stacked on top of each other up the hills and tunnels that go under the hills. And funiculars up the sides. And Don Quixote art of every variety. Some is like super abstract and some is like in your face everywhere in a Don Quixote museum and a mummy museum. And it's got 
lots of great museums and it's gorgeous. Like the central square, one of the prettiest squares I've ever seen. It's really more of a triangle, but it really is gorgeous. And a matter of fact, if you're there, you go and sit in front of the old theater, the Teatre, and what you will see there, they'll put on a show for you. It'll almost certainly only be in Spanish. uh, And then you can go on a walking tour with them again. If you speak Spanish, that'd probably be best. I don't, Uh, but it was fun anyway. And really, and they're singing. They're troubadours. They are troubadours. So you're going to see a show, and it'll be a fun show. And, and they'll take you to the Romeo and Juliet step to kiss. That's, Very important. Yeah. Well, okay. So it's not the story of Romeo and Juliet. It's their version. It's their. It is the Mexico's version of Romeo and Juliet, where it's really a horrible story. But I'm going to save that so you can find out for yourself. But it's a great Romeo and Juliet story. Like Romeo and Juliet was a good story. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Two kids meet and like three days later they're dead. Something like that. So this is has a similar similar vibe to it, but it is. Guanajuato is a great it's a great city. Uh, it's also the birthplace of Diego Rivero, in it, which has been turned into a museum. And his sort of bedroom was was the same since he was an infant. Uh, so it's an interesting place. Instead. And by the way, if you are going to be doing that, because we're just might as well talk about uh, San Miguel for a little bit. So these are just around the neighborhood. So uh, about so it's about a 40 minute drive to Guanajuato City, uh, which I think you should do. But also not to be missed is Dolores Hidalgo, which is really much more of a little bit of a town, has a cute square. And more importantly, that's kind of the starting point of the Mexican Revolution. And they have literally these uh, amazing. They they have these monuments to literally tell you this is where it started. This is where they went. And it like kind of walks you throughout. And it's got an incredible museum. Oh, yeah. uh, And incredible of it uh great ice cream as well uh aguilar helado helado aguilar is sort of my favorite in that general vicinity and isn't that where we got great street tacos and then like the baggies of of coconut water with lots of coconut shavings yeah it was yummy. There's loads. There's a about So this is just part of it. And this is all really close. Dolores Hidalgo is probably about 30 minutes from San Miguel. And then also maybe 15, 20 minutes away is uh, a town called Atatonico. I don't know if I gave the name justice, but it's uh, that's like, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's like, it's really beyond a small town. It's like just a tiny little area. There's a church area. and a couple buildings. There's a church and a couple buildings, but the church is 500 years old, and it's really called the uh, uh, the Sistine Chapel of Mexico. And it was basically a, a, a guy who'd done all of these, uh, for lack of a better description, Christian frescoes throughout on the ceilings, on all the walls, all the diplomats, the dignitaries. But it's not the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> it's not the Sistine Chapel. It's not that. But it's it's you know it's it's beautiful and it's old and it's restored and it's, and it's gorgeous historical. and there's a lot of on certain holidays and i've just happened to be there on festivals uh on sort of like particular holidays where you will see guys that are doing like crawling on their hands and knees wearing crowns of thorns and flag you know they're they're whipping themselves sort of like in homage to this church so it's kind of a pretty significant place and if that's not your bag it's nearby nearby is la gruta which is the hot spring grotto and the water is so pure we almost bought a house right by there because the water is so pure that you could just pipe that water into your house and have it hot for your jacuzzi and then cool it down to drink um yeah don't drink what you're bathing in with strangers but the source (laughs) the source of the water and there's this big spout that you can have like shower on you and some other pools it's super duper cool i loved it and it's like you go into this there's the pool and then you go into this cave and it's like going into this earthy womb and and it's that's fun and by the way and there are massages so not in that room it's a separate massage no you don't have to go in and get massaged by some stranger in a cave in mexico 
but probably it's, a bad idea. It was definitely one it's of a my home favorite facility, things and to it's do here. Fairly inexpensive. They have a small restaurant, a lot of kind of like carrot juice kind of stuff. And flowers everywhere when flowers are in season, which is most of the time in Mexico. Yeah, it's a beautiful place, and I think you'll love it. Like Gruta. But we took a, I think we took a cab there. Cabs also are really, really inexpensive in San Miguel. I mean, any cab from one part of the city to the other is going to be, I think, it was what two fifty. Uh, I don't know how much it was to La Gruta, but it, it's but, yeah. It was. I think it was about seven dollars US. Yeah, I, I mean, come on, come on for a twenty-minute car ride is like nothing. Yeah, no, it's um, uh, easy, easy to go. And you, and if you just stayed in the city and did nothing but walk around, which is what we do most times that we come here, that's plenty. It's just so pretty, so colorful. The the cobblestones may be hell to walk on, but they're really beautiful. Um, well, again, if you brought regular shoes. These are my regular shoes. All right. Well, shoes that fit you well, okay, and don't come big. to a point yeah. at okay. the bottom of them. They don't. Right. right. They're flat. They're just attractive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll wave at you at a distance after I take five steps. Thank you. I, I love know, that. It makes me know you care. I do. And that's why we're in Mexico. To oh, care. Yeah. And the food. The food is also kind of one of the reasons we come here because I think about it whenever we're gone. So we're just kind of going around our favorite restaurants. There, There's a side agenda to this trip besides I love my husband and I want him to have a momentous birthday outside you know in another country the way he because he loves to travel and I'm leading my money goddess retreat here in San Miguel for the first time I've led it 10 times in Bali and San Miguel has a similar vibe and it's funny because the people who live here have like Balinese art in their houses. There's and our friend who lives here was going to move to Bali, but ended up moving to San Miguel instead. And it's kind of this very spiritual, artsy community. I think we just heard today that this is what La Puebla Magica. How do you say magical? Magical city. Magica. Magica. It's yeah. It's designated a magical city because it feels that way, and so. Bali, Indonesia is close to foreign travel this year for safety, and I totally support that. And so I've been having this fantasy of leading my money goddess experience in San Miguel since the first time I've been here. Like the universe is saying, this is what we're doing. So it's an excuse to try everything, like every spa, every restaurant, um, every shaman and i think maybe even go on a balloon ride and just like check out the terrain and decide what what i want to do in september with my women i'm interviewing a photographer tomorrow morning uh I need to check in with the hotel that i've booked all the rooms at to warn them what i have planned and you know you know, see. So why why don't you tell them what the money goddess experience oh. is? Oh. But it's interesting that it will be here. <laughs> That's a good point, my what love. What a segue! <laughs> this is an opportunity okay, so, to say what it is. Yeah. So my work for the last twenty years has been around transforming your relationship with money and life from this scary monster of scarcity into this honey of love. Who wants to stay with you? And my clients have made millions of dollars after doing my retreat. And the centerpiece of the retreat is transforming your relationship with money and life. And that's where we begin. And then I layer on these feminine archetypes of power. I love to use goddess archetypes because I got my degree in, in world religion back at Smith a while ago, Smith College. But it's, it's more initiation with every goddess you are uncovering a new shadow and a new superpower so that by the end of it you are free of all these monster shadow feelings of not good enough of not powerful enough of not lovable enough of not worthy enough and all that and you're just like 
gorgeous editing shift. So I, I've had clients, I had one client putting together a million dollar deal on the last day while in Bali on her cell phone. And I have a client who met her husband and I think she was 55 years old, met her husband two weeks after returning home from Bali. First husband, uh, a lot of hair flying in the wind, uh, happily, happily married years later. So, you know, it's all, it's all related. Our relationship with money, our relationship with love, our relationship with self, our relationship relationship with existence it's all different doors into the same room and people come to me usually because they want to shift something about their relationship with money because money affects everything but when you dig under it every relationship with money is a relationship with love when you dig deep enough and so this is my favorite thing to do with like this tiny tiny group of hand-picked women four to maybe eight max and I just work with them for a week just coaching on on these areas and then anything else they throw at me I'm just theirs theirs for a week and then we throw in some other stuff but it's mostly coaching did that cover it in a really really thorough long-winded way my love husband no but I think we I with any luck the people listening oh yeah and if you want to check it out just go to be a money be isn't be be a money goddess.com and you can just read up on all about the retreat i the only one that i'll be doing this year is in san miguel and it's in september and it's already filling up really quickly so can't wait yeah it should be fun i won't be there well that's true We did get to the beginning of my retreat in May of 2017. Right, before I... And then I sent you... Then I... Pack. Let me pack it. Sorry about that. I should have just let you travel the... Yeah, no, probably. So it goes. You should have picked a better wife. Yeah. Too late? Yeah. (laughs) Had I I only known. So, let's see. Phone number is 888-627-6008. If you are feeling stuck in love or just want to talk love and travel. Um, I was on the phone with this wonderful woman a couple weeks ago who was telling me that she was being told that she was just too much, too intense, um, too difficult. I don't, rem- I wish I remembered the words that were given to her because landed to me so not correct, but just some bill of goods on her age and her eyes and her and told her that that made her undateable. And so my response to her, if she's listening, and every other woman like that, like her, like me, (laughs) who's ever heard that stuff, is you are not dateable for the wrong person who doesn't want you. And that's a good thing because you don't want that person. And hallelujah, thank you for like the the hand of God just moving that person out of the way. So if somebody tells you that, you know, for X, Y, and Z reasons, you're not dateable, they're only saying you're not dateable for them because they're not your person. And the things that make you wrong for them are going to make you right for you. So hallelujah for people who have clarity that, that... like for every person I ever dated who had clarity that I wasn't his cup of tea saved me a lot of time and a lot of heartache because it kept me free for the person that I really, really want who's sitting next to me right now. And you weren't right for some people for things that make you right for me. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Here's, I'm going to go on my little, my Kabbalistic 
slant for a few moments. Okay. Is that I think we have these ideas that it's just this one person. And that's a great idea. I think it's romantic and heartwarming and all that other stuff. And that if we don't find that right person, or that one person that somehow we've missed out. I would argue, and, and you know, this this goes back to my belief in Kabbalah, and I think it's genius. Um, suggests is that we have probably everybody that we've ever been in a relationship with probably in our right bless you is in our right field in other words even if they were like wow that was a real dud that you were with right you look at that go oh my god i can't believe i was with this person my guess is even if they were awful they probably taught you lessons that needed to be used so you could lead a content romantic life down the road or maybe you found that you just kind of were dating the same kind of person over and over i mean maybe different name different body maybe you know different attitudes on certain things but ultimately they they treated you in a way that was devaluing or demeaning or something like that and maybe the lesson really has to do with you kind of really learning about yourself that hey i need to work on me so i know i can go out to the world we're competing with some loud music. I think we have to yell right now. Ah, uh, well, I'm doing the best that I can. But so the the idea here is is that all of those people played a part to bring you to this point where you can be a good relationship partner. And one of the things that I think that's really kind of critical is that uh, if you've had had a series of relationships that didn't work out well, is that you may want to look and start kind of taking stock in the kind of people. And instead of looking at them as like, hey, they were the worst people in the world, good riddance, and that may be true. Totally true. It could be totally true. But <laughs> what, what is the thing, what's the takeaway of value from you? What's the thing that they did where it's like, oh, well, I really need to learn that lesson. They were, hey, hey they treated you, then you get to know you don't have to take that ever again. As soon as you see that kind of thing, you turn and move another direction. You don't actually just, you know, rationalize it. I used to beat myself up a lot because I would attract uh, people who were unavailable or people who were mean or abusive to me. And, uh, And there's, you know, the whole spiel about, you know, you attract mirrors, you attract your own level. But I then got a coach who said something that really, really helped. And he said, people attract everything. So if you're a tra- so you will attract people you don't like. And you will attract people who are not good for you. And that's not because there's something wrong with you. You simply attract. And the universe gives you a choice. And so really, all it is is an opportunity to say no. This is not what I want. And by the way, that's a really, really powerful life lesson is that you don't have to say yes to everything that is presented to you. And you want to say no to make yourself available for the person who brings out the best in you and you bring out the best in that person. And I think you'll just know the difference and trust yourself that you will know the difference when that person shows up. So keep working on yourself. But I think one of of my biggest lessons was... That I get to say no to the person who isn't a good match. And boy, boy did dating get easier then. Devin, did you have something to say? Yeah, I had to say that if you see right there, that church right now is the gongs are going off. And then they keep making the house music here where we're doing podcast louder, louder and louder louder, like and a little louder. bit like a little bit louder <laughs> all of a sudden one song is like oh hey that's not bad and then it's it's that so there's Oops. well that's that's the challenge of you know broadcasting right. oh, by the, the wind in the wind perhaps flying and so you know people keep seating in the section where we're breaking yeah, no, because the wind ridiculous. is not my genius idea to to broadcast up here on the roof and without testing anything <laughs> well, we're testing it now right well 
I guess I would say it's only really working. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have a little spot. Like at 40 minutes ago. Well, it's fun. So, so anyway, what a great view. Really the, the, Rosewood, the Rosewood is a happening spot. It's probably maybe the biggest, probably one of the swankier, because this is a place that's filled with like lots of little boutique places. It's not, not a place that's just filled with huge um, hotels. This is not Cancun. This is not uh, Cabo San Lucas, which are both great places. Uh, yeah, I don't think is, there's a Marriott here. Yeah, no, none of that. None of that is here. So all of it, especially like even in the places that we were just talking about, like uh, Dolores Hildago, Atatonilco, um, and Guanajuato City, all of those places, like you'll find bigger hotels in Guanajuato City on the outskirts, like when you're absolutely not anywhere near Old Town. Um, but in San Miguel, you know, this is probably the biggest Place. There's, I think there's another one that's in a well, development. Well, it's, it's like, it's, but it, it, Condé Nast uh, voted it the best city in the world to live in multiple times. Small city, because you can literally walk everywhere. You'll wear yourself out and your feet will hurt until you like build up. <laughs> until, you, until you bring sensible shoes. And, and you adjust to the, the altitude. But it's, it's beautiful. It's like this medieval Cobblestone walled city, brightly painted things, art everywhere. It's just it's so it's it's just our go-to because it's so easy to get here. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a nice place. We and love we're gonna it. go looking at houses. I you know someday we're gonna move here, so we're we're gonna go house shopping again tomorrow because that's what we do. It is sort of what we do. <laughs> it's what warning. Warning, <laughs> this is kind of what happens when you visit San Miguel is people visit and then they buy a house and they never leave. Yeah, yeah, all of that stuff is true. So we are, uh, we're down to, I think, our last five minutes of our show. Um, wow, that flew by fast. Really? <laughs> is that what you thought? <laughs> I didn't realize that we were here already. Yeah, I mean, no. with the wind and the music and the, the, the choppy sound. <laughs> and, here, and by the way, this is the crazy sexy part of it, where you just learn to roll with the ridiculousness of life. That's what travel is. Yeah, well, it's totally travel, but it's also life. I mean, I think it's relationships. I think it's all of that stuff rolled into one where it's just like at some point, like you make fun of it for two minutes and at the end of the day, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like we we made it through this whole ridiculous hour. Maybe we'll put it in our back pocket of like not the best idea, but fine. You know what I mean? Life is good. If this is the biggest mistake if, of our life. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. No, we scored big time. If this was the thing. Oh, before we finish up, I remember. So what really impressed me about San Miguel this trip, I told you I'm doing, you know, a little bit of research before I do my retreat, especially to see, you know, what's changed since the pandemic. Every single building has a little tray that you step into that has antibacteria on the soles of your feet and then you wipe it off on a cloth in front of it. Uh, every restaurant takes your temperature and gives you a little bit of antibacterial uh, hand gel. Every shop everywhere has hand gel for you. It's, they're just made in and people are wearing masks here so much more than they do in the United States protesting against it. It's, no, no, but you know, it's yeah. It's just like the city, I think it really shut down and was hit really, really hard. Cause it does depend on a lot of tourism here. It's the, I think the wedding capital of Mexico. Hello, San Miguel. And we love weddings and we got married here. Uh, so it really just took its, so if you've been having hesitancy about traveling, I would say this is a really good bet. You know, they just, they're taking it all really seriously. Everybody, you know, vaccine rollout is going great here. 
Well, they've done, from my understanding from locals, uh, they have vaccinated folks in their 50s. And, and all the health care workers. Right, all the healthcare workers. Uh, and now they're lowering it to uh, age 40. The young people. Right, to the babies. <laughs> to the babies. So, yeah. So, anyway, for the record, I'll be turning 55 uh, in four days. Yay! Yay, me. Who, who knew? Who knew that I would make it this far? Um, what do you want to do for your birthday? I don't know. You know, not something without, uh, you know, quiet, probably. Honestly, I don't know. I, I, what I'll probably do is I'll go to the local market. I'll have enchiladas, which I had today. They were delicious. Um, I found out, you know, I'm constantly learning Spanish. Word fonda is, you know, when we went to the, the local sort like of... Like Peter Fonda and Jane Fonda. Exactly. The word Fonda basically means like cheap or inexpensive restaurant. So there's this one area where they sell all the fresh fruits and vegetables to the local, the local market. Uh, and there's tons where you can just get any kind of, kind of very traditional uh, Mexican meal made just by, you know, some ladies. Just, you know... You know, they have their little oven and, you know, they invite you to sit down and it's pretty fantastic. Isn't that connected to the artisanal market? That the, the, the food market down there, isn't that part of the arti- large artisanal market with all of the crafts and... and there is. Stuff? There is. So, okay. So the, the market that I'm talking about is kind of like the beginning or the ending part of uh, this larger area that has all kinds of crafts to it. And it is called the artisanal market. It's kind of one of the mainstays. You can't help but not run into it. Uh, and now we're down to about 90 seconds. That was show. 30 or 45 seconds ago. So, so we're probably down one minute apparently. Oh, oh, pressure's on. So what are we doing next week? Next week, we are interviewing a tantric coach. Uh, we are bringing the sexy into crazy sexy midlife love very sexy stuff and then we will be back the week following checking in on pauline and her love life oh right and (laughs) and anybody else who calls in with less wins less view oh yeah far less view better sounds but just check this out how beautiful is this it's oh Try not to give you vertigo, but look at this. This is this is because it is the value and sweet with more crazy, sexy midlife love and more I'll be, I'll be blisters older. on our feet from walking. I will be with this old man. They're chiming our exit. Yeah, it's time to go. So see you next week. Head over to crazysexymidlifelove.com and join our love family. Download men are smarter than men. As they are. And other secrets marriage-minded women need to know at Crazy Sexy Midlife Love. Also, take a look at our first 11 weddings. See you next week. And that's our kiss. Thank you for listening to Crazy Sexy Midlife Love. Please sign up to join our free love family at crazysexymidlifelove.com to get alerts to live shows, call in and ask questions, or just listen in. And ladies, don't forget to download Devin's free ebook, Women Are Smarter Than Men and Other Secrets Marriage-Minded Women Need to Know. Also available at crazysexymidlifelove.com